Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere, hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week... Our Army at War number 165, cover date March 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Joe Cooper, edited by Robert Kaniger, featuring Return of the Iron Major, writer Robert Kaniger, art Joe Cooper, and The Desert and the Doomed, writer Bill Finger, art Jack Gable. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go! <laughs> Easy Company takes refuge in a castle owned by Countess Helga von Hohenschlag-Lohenberg. Rock learns that the Countess is the girlfriend of his old enemy, the Iron Major. When the Nazis attack the castle, Rock impresses the Countess. She begins kissing him when suddenly the Iron Major returns. A duel ensues, and both Rock and the Major fall into the moat where the Iron Major's iron hand drags him down. When Rock emerges alone, the Countess is no longer interested and easy company departs. Confused? Don't worry. I'm right here with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Our army at war. It's an anthology. With Sergeant Rock. And the combat happy Joes of Easy Company. I've been thinking of that all day. <laughs> you I also could have gone with Sergeant Rock, Sergeant Rock of Easy Company. He fights the Iron Major and he swims beneath the sea. I have used that before. I had another one. Oh, I was going to try to do the uh, Gilligan's Island theme with all the names of the members of Easy Company that we see. This week. Wow, that would have been ambitious. So, Our Army at War... Yes? ...was a war anthology title. Okay. Uh, published from 1952 to 1977, after which the title changed to Sergeant Rock, because he had been such a long-running character... Okay. ...in the cover spot, um, for the rest of its run. But... Uh, from 1952 to 1977, it featured Sergeant Rock as well as other battle stars from DC's, uh, what would we call Cavalcade it? of... Cavalcade of Army and Navy things. fighters. and I don't know much about Cavalcade war. of heroes. Yes, 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 yes. And certainly anyone in our armed forces are heroes. I just don't know much about the comics portraying them. Yeah. Until so. now, because we've been reading a couple, we've already seen Sergeant Rock's brother, Larry Rock, the <laughs> fighting devil dog. <laughs> this is Easy Company, isn't it? This is Sergeant Rock and Easy Company, yes. Yeah. Um, Easy Company was, of course, Sergeant Rock's unit. Do we call it a unit or a uh-huh. team? Unit. or unit. Uh, Okay. Uh, they fought all over the European theater of World War II, as yes. well as a little bit in the Pacific. Okay. 
We do have some of Easy Company name checked in this issue. You do? Yeah. Good. Bulldozer. Uh huh. Ice Cream Soldier. Yes. Wild Man. Oh, I'm sorry. When you said name checked, meaning like you've checked to see if they were actually part of an actual oh, company. Oh, no. I just meant that their names are actually mentioned in the comic. Yes. There's Ice Cream. Yes. Bulldozer. Ice Cream Soldier. Because mm-hmm. he operates well in cold. Okay. Wild Man. Okay. Little Sure Shot. He's an Indian. He always wears feathers in his helmet. And Zach. Zach. And Bulldozer I am Zach. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? I'm Zach. Um... So there's really like uh, the G.I. Joe team years and years before that existed. Sure. But they are called the Battle... What do they call them? What do you mean, the Battle? The Battle Happy Joes. Battle Weary Joes. Where are you getting that? It's from my knowledge of comics history. Okay, because I didn't see Battle Happy Joes. No, I think that came later, but because they're so eager to get into battle, Uh they're called the Battle Happy Joes. Okay. So we're looking at our army at war. Okay. Number 165, March 1966. Look at that cover. Joe Kubert, who is uh, closely associated with all war comics that DC published, as well as Hawkman, but mostly war comics. Okay. A sensational tale of Sergeant Rock and the only enemy who hated him enough to rise from the dead to fight him. The The Iron Iron Major. So named because he has a hand made of iron. Dun-dun-dun-a. A what? A hand made of iron. Dun-dun-dun-a. Also known as the Iron Hand of Death. Yes. And on on the cover page, we see him, the Iron Major, giving him a sl... Bitch slap like <laughs> I'll say like oh my god he's break he's broken his gun so it looks breaking like his, his jaw been knocked off oh my god I had a friend when I was little uh huh the only time I encountered Sergeant Rock was in if he teamed up with superheroes so he would team up with Batman or Superman yeah so there was one issue um with him teaming up with Superman and it said Sergeant Rock on the cover and. My friend didn't know that SGT was an abbreviation for Sergeant. So what did he say? He thought that was his name, SGT Rock. <laughs> Maybe we'll call well, him that from now on. No, it's not. Back by Reader Command. That's a nice touch. Usually they say Reader Demon. Demon. This is Command because, because it's, it's an, it's an army. army comic. Yes. <laughs> you got it. Yep. Back by Reader Command, the Iron Hand of Death. Dun dun dun! We see Sergeant Rock and the Iron Major struggling in an underwater battle. Yeah, the Iron Major is determined to drown both of them to prove he's a better soldier than me. This is a splash page, isn't it? Yep. Then we get a little first-person narration from SGT Rock, who's smoking a cigarette. Let me do it. Yep. Everybody's had a nightmare, but mine haunted me when my eyes were wide open. It would only go away when I was dead. And that didn't seem far away. With the return of the Iron Major. That's good. We should have done a theatrical presentation of this. Well, it's never too late. Well, it's our first look at Sergeant Rock. We should do a proper. And then next time. So apparently we've seen the Iron Major before in a pre-checkered boarded issue. Because... uh, we have on the second page <laughs> Sergeant Rock talking about, well, as if he's talking directly to us, the reader. This yeah. is Sergeant Rock. As I stumbled with easy through, quote, the, the forest, forest of, of forgotten, forgotten skulls, skulls, unquote. 
littered with the remains of weapons, blah, blah, blah. It seems like the Iron Major has already fought Sergeant Rock and Easy Company and been killed and been left there in the forest of Forgotten Skulls, quote, unquote. Note the three panels in the middle of the page. I really like that. The three split panels, all um, showing his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You will notice in all of these comics, Dr. Husband, that we've been examining... Artists are beginning to experiment with panel layouts. I have noticed that. I'm glad. What was that thing, that underwater adventure with... Oh, the Sea Devils. Yeah, well, that was a big... Oh, and Doom Patrol, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that sort of experimentation with panels. So, um, Easy Company is trudging off through the snow. As one Apparently, Iron Major and SGT Rock... What? You're pacing tonight, my God. What do you mean? It's so fast. It's like I, I, can't, I talk over you it's, constantly. I'm hungry. It's time for dinner. All and we're, right. Here we are recording. All right. Because of our fans. Of course. Well, we had a very busy weekend, didn't we? You did. And I have been sick. Hey, so. I chopped down two trees. You sure did. By chopped, I mean slowly sawed through them, which I'm took s- most of the day. Well, I was pressure washing the fence, wasn't I? You sure were. Yeah. The travails of homeownership. Uh, Phew. Well, it looks beautiful, though. I'll say. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <coughs> you have to SGT forgive me. I'm Rock. Cough once in a while. Yes, that's fine. Okay. SGT Rock and Easy Company are trudging off through the snow, having just defeated the Iron Major, who apparently was wrestling with Sergeant Rock and rolled over onto a live grenade or something. Yes, that is indeed what happened. Um, Sergeant Rock keeps referencing the. Forest of Forgotten Skulls, mm-hmm. within quote marks. So I'm assuming that was the name of the story in which he previously encountered Iron Major. I didn't bother to look that up. Uh, do you think in air quotes? Uh, yeah, sometimes. You do? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just do by you? giving certain emphasis to certain words? Yeah. I don't like, think. Um, like if this know. was me, I would say, as I stumbled with easy through, uh, the Forest of Forgotten <laughs> Skulls. <laughs> That's... Definitely the use of air quotes. Yeah. yeah. Um, where are you? I'm at the bottom of the second page where we have a fantastic panel now of a hand with a Nazi skull ring mm-hmm. picking up the, the iron severed iron hand of dun, the Iron dun, Major. Dun, dun, dun. I guess he ain't dead after all. Nope. Dun, 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 dun. Bop. Then we have a full page of dialogueless artwork. It's fantastic artwork. Of Iron Major reattaching his iron hand and then karate chopping some logs. That's whack, hack, crack, thung. That's (laughs) that's the sound of someone in a karate class learning karate. Yes. Do it again. (laughs) Are you sure that's what it's supposed to sound like? I I love the person too. In my imagination, it's like ja chop. Yeah. Hey, did you know there's a sequel to Karate Kid TV show on Netflix called Cobra Kai? No, I did not know that. Well, there is. There was a television show called Karate Kid? No, the movie Karate Kid. Okay. Now there's a sequel with the original, the bad guy kid. Yeah, yeah. He's on it. Oh, great. Yeah. All right, so we move on to the next page. Wait, what page are you on? I'm on the page you're on now. Okay. Easy is getting a break at last. They stumble upon a castle in the middle of the woods. Well, isn't that nice? I think they must be in southern Germany. Bavaria, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Well, I think so because of the castles popping up out of thin air. 
And who do we have here as the owner of the castle? The beautiful Comtessa. What is her name? Uh, I'm looking. I'm Cal- looking. I'm looking. I'm Countessa Helga von Hochschlag Lohenberg. It's a hyphen. There it is. I am Countessa Helga, Helga von Hochschlag Lohenberg. Now I'm going to argue that the the O in Lohenberg should have an umlaut. Lohenberg. Lohenberg, which means that her name would be Countess Helga von Hochschlag Lion Mountain. <laughs> Ah, you know stop. that's ah. true. I did look that up. Okay. You know how Germans love to shove words together to make well, words. Well, yes. Remember that Zona Nachbenden Erde in my favorite uh, poem. Yep. Uh, my favorite song. Yes. Yeah, Morgan. Yes. Yes. By Richard Strauss. Sun breathing earth. Yeah. Zona Nachbenden Erde. And that's all one word, not hyphenated. Ah. Uh, I think Zonenatmenden is one word which means sun which means sun breathing. Uh-huh. And then Erde, of course, means earth. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so Hohenschlag Lohenberg. <laughs> you would get a shock if you were up high on a mountain and saw a lion. But yes, of course. Um, she's fabulous, first of all. She's got a red fur-trimmed cape, snow white hair. Gold jewelry dangling off every inch of her body. She's got chandelier crystal yes. hanging from her earring, from her ears. This girl has it all, um, and she smacks Sergeant Rock across the face so hard. I'm surprised he lived to see tomorrow. She slapped him into the next panel, didn't she? Yeah. Um, I'd like to have cocktails with her. Well, uh, until you see that pout in her face the next page. Listen, hmm. she deserves. Women have no power in this time, in this period. In this period. Um, here's where we get the name checks of all the soldiers. Ice cream soldier. Uh, where are you, bud? I'm just on the same page. Okay. Bulldozer and Zach. Cool it off, Zach. <laughs> That's an order from Sergeant Rock. Yeah, because they're all making uh, 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 comments about her. Yeah. So. Countessa Helga von Hohenschlag Lohenberg. <laughs> She's as beautiful as the frosting on an angel cake. She is quite beautiful. That sounds like something my father once said about his ex-daughter-in-law. She's as pretty as a china doll. Oh, I you know who yeah, yes, I'm talking yes, about. I do. She was as evil as a china doll too. She's no icy kidding. cold, just as icy as cold as this Helga von Hohenschlagenblurber. Sergeant Rock would like to speak to the head of the house, please, Miss. Then go to the stable entrance and ring the <laughs> bell there. Servants are forbidden to use the front door. I love her. I love her. I wish there was a whole comic just about her. (laughs) Standing around, throwing these lines, smoking her cigarettes, and whirling about with her hands, thrashing through the air. Listen, lady. Smacking and throwing lines back and forth. A lot of easy Joes spilled their blood kicking down doors of people like you, so everyone would be free to use the front entrance. And we're going to keep on kicking them down all the way to Berlin. Do you hear me? Her hand whipped against me like an iron glove. A sergeant, a mere sergeant, dares to lay his hand on me. I am Contessa Helga von Hoggeschlag-Lewenberg. <laughs> I just love her. She calls him a scumbag. Scum, well. Scum. I mean, in fairness, 
What? This army of soldiers is coming in to take over her home. Well, they look a little bit disheveled. They probably... Uh, the smell is not very nice. They're, they're, they're battle-weary. Right. Uh... So he realizes he's met his match. He's just oh, going yeah. to have to she's act just polite. As tough as he is. Uh, so he escorts. Oh, more air quotes. Easy. The Countess Helga von Hohenschlag-Lohenberg offers you the hospitality <laughs> of her home. <laughs> <laughs> if you bums remember not to put your boots up on the piano, bulldozer, oh. square him away. <sighs> so she's given in. She realizes she's. Defeated and not before she zings one at him. The great sergeant has won another great victory over a single over a single unarmed woman. I wish she had used air quotes. The great sergeant has won another great victory. (laughs) (laughs) So in he goes to the great room. Is that what we're calling this? Look at that Hufflepuff trees. No, what do we call them? What? Where? 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 Sluffalump. What's the Dr. Seuss trees? Where are you? The here in the by the piano. There's a statue of Gandalf. Of Gandalf. And a where? And a, a who? A who? A Hufflepuff. I can't remember what they're called. All the who's and who? What do you mean? The Whoville? The Puffalump tree. What are the Huffalump? Huffalump? No, that's not. God what? dang it! <laughs> I can't remember. Is it Dr. Seuss trees? Truffle, the truffly true trees. I can't remember. <laughs> God, I hate being old. <laughs> By the way, yes, listeners, we have a concert coming up. If you're in the Eastern Panhandle of West Virginia, you're welcome to attend. It's free to the public. October twenty fifth, Thursday night at seven thirty p.m. at Shepherd University. Anyway, yes, I've got a flyer up at my desk at work with our pictures. Upon it. Yes. Dr. Husband, looking lovely. Dashing, as usual. Dr. Rachel Carlson, our colleague, looking beautiful. beautiful. And me, in a picture taken six years ago. Yes. Shelf life for headshots is ten years. Uh Uh-huh. Every single GD person that walks by my desk. (laughs) Says. Including people without hair. Have said, gee, your hair is so dark in this picture. This must be an old picture. <laughs> well, F you. <laughs> At least I have hair. Oh, Bob. Well, I was coloring my hair six years ago, so it's a trifle bit darker than it is now. Yes. But come on. <laughs> you don't take a... I'm going to take a headshot and look as awful and tired and... <laughs> Horrible as I feel all the time. Put that up. That's the point is that you look the, your best. Headshot's a technical term in the theater community, everyone. It means a picture of your face. In this business. So Sergeant Rock walks into the music room, which has a grand piano and a single framed picture on the of piano of the Iron Major. The Iron To Helga Major. with love, Franz. And every drawing of the Iron Major looks like his face has been stretched thin. Yes, looks like it's he looks like that deeply uh, lined. F. Murray Abraham in Star Trek Insurrection. Mm, yes. Uh, you're burying the lead, though. It's the Iron Major, Sergeant Rock thinks. The Iron Major must be her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> not lover, not paramour. Boyfriend. It's 1966. Pe- boyfriend. 
I'm surprised he's bum, he has bum, she must have she must have he must have pinned her. <laughs> yes, I hope she got a nice lavalier. <laughs> then uh, we get a flashback. Then we get a flashback what the heck is to this? the cover scene where Iron Major is smacking Sergeant Rock across the face with his iron ah, ah. What about this let's go thing? What was that? Let's what do you go. mean? Let's go. Where are you? Oh, 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 I skipped ahead two pages. You idiot. Just kidding. <laughs> God. We have a flashback still of Iron Major dragging Sergeant Rock through the swamp. I see that. It's where he bitch slaps him across the face with his iron ma- hand. His what? Hand of Iron Death. Dun, 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 dun. End of part one. Part two of Sergeant Rock and the Return of the Iron Major comes to a pulverizing climax on the fourth page following. Let's go. Let's go. So this is... It's great. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Then away we... Let's go. Uh, it's just a one-page thing of things about battle. The insignia for the 325th Airborne Infantry Regiment. Yes. Organized during World War One, the 325th Infantry Regiment was assigned to the 82nd Division and participated in the bitterly fought battles of Lorraine, saint Michiel, and Musargon. Right. U.S. troops in Musargon. Battle. That's the picture. Right. Demobilized in 1922, the 325th was reordered into active military service 20 years later, that would be 1942, mm-hmm. at Camp Claiborne, Louisiana, where, as an element of the 82nd Airborne Division, it was redesignated the 325th Glider Infantry Regiment. Glider Infantry Regiment? in battle? I didn't know that. I didn't either. I must, they must be just silent, quiet um, planes. Well, it makes are... sense. Striking through the air, the 325th fought in the scattered World War II battle areas of Sicily, Naples, Foggia, Normandy, Rhineland, and Central Europe, winning such decorations as the Presidential Unit Citation, French Croix de Guerre, uh, Belgian Order of the Day, Netherlands Order of William and Orange Lanyard. Uh, U.S. airborne troops in action in Normandy. That's the picture. Yeah, With the glider sure. coming in for a crash landing, it looks like. Yeah. What? So, this Gliders? picture... Gliders? Really? Well, How do they get out of there? Well... I guess they don't. But look, we have uh, two, three soldiers coming out of the one glider, another glider landing, a crashed something that's on fire, and what's that on the ground? A lightsaber? I, I thought it might have been a flashlight or a tampon. I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> Does it? I, I thought at first, that, well, that's a lightsaber. Well, that's right? not quite, Yeah, looks like a lightsaber. It's or, an a rolled up newspaper. Piece of t- uh, Who knows? Maybe. The 325th Airborne Infantry Regiment, as it was finally redesignated in 1948, has adopted as its official motto, Let's Go! Which is proudly displayed on the regiment's distinctive insignia. Let's go! They should have put that in Latin. Yeah. Let's um go um. <laughs> That's Latin, right? That's Latin. All right. All right, so the Conclusion! conclusion. Easy Company Sergeant Rocks in the shattering climax of the Return, return of the Iron, Iron Major. Major. We're still in flashback. Stretchy-faced. Look at that Iron Major. Iron Major is dragging him. He looks from, like the Crypt Keeper, except with a lot of long hair. Tales from the Crypt. I wonder if this is an actual flashback, like this actually happened in the previous story, or if this is filling in details that we didn't know, that long-time readers would have know. It's drawn very well. I... Love Joe Kubert's artwork. It's sometimes, I think it probably looks better 
bigger because you know it would have been drawn at a bigger scale than would what it? we're seeing. Yeah. Oh. So comic uh, art boards are like eleven by seventeen. Oh, okay. I think something like that. Someone will know. Uh, so it's a very fine line work, and I think when you shrink it down, it looks a little scratchy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But I still don't mind it. I think it probably looks great in black and white and bigger. Yeah. It doesn't look bad now. I'm not saying it looks bad, yeah. everybody. Don't get me wrong. So uh, the Major yes. is struggling with Sergeant Rock here. Uh, that first panel, the coloring is a little off-putting. Oh, my pad just went dark. Um, it kind of looks like Sergeant Rock has a hole in his crotch. Doesn't it? And something's, um, well, something from your crotch is sticking out. <laughs> I don't want to be vulgar. If you were just passing by that fast, but it's his knee, clearly. If you, upon oh, is it? Oh, yeah. it's his, I yep. see. Mm-hmm. Well, it does look like there's something sticking out of his yep. crotch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's just his knee. Um... Iron Major says you're the greatest soldier I've ever seen, Sergeant. A fighting machine. You will help me show them all that I am greater yet than you. So he's a little bit of a complex, mm. I think. So all of this is about proving that he's a better soldier than Sergeant Rock. Right. Impossible task. A. B. Uh, Sergeant Rock comes to life, starts kicking with his mighty foot. Foot. A <laughs> booted foot. But the Major was as fast to recover as a cat with an iron paw. I can't remember where Sergeant Rock comes from. Do you remember where Larry Rock, fighting Devil Dog, went to high school? I do not, no. I thought it was like Endicino. Is that a real town in California? It was someplace out out west. Mendocino. Mendocino is a... I don't know. I'll do some research in my who's who DC Comics characters. Uh, Fight, fight, fight. We're still in the flashback. Thung, crack, thud. He's beating Rock with his iron fist. Finally, he karate chops down on a landmine and blows up. This is is the little flashback sequence that fills us in on what happened in the Forest of Forgotten Skulls. Right. Uh, Sergeant Rock... Takes off, rejoins Easy Company, and we're back to the present as he's staring at the glossy 8x10 of Franz. Now, I wonder how long ago Franz had that 8x10 taken. Why? Because he's kind of, he's still has stretchy face. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just ballpark, say six years. <laughs> six years is enough time to drastically change your appearance, apparently. Uh, yeah. Um, here comes Helga. How dare you? How dare you touch that picture of an officer and a gentleman? Nice call out. Uh, uh-huh. Your dirty hands have soiled him. Yeah, actually, it's just you know, just a picture. It's not actually yeah. him. Yeah, I, right. Yeah. Just then, sorry, they're careless. A German grenade, called a potato masher in common parlance, crashes through the window. And Sergeant Rock springs into action to save Helga von Hohenschlag-Lohenberg's life. How dare you touch me? Let me go! What? What? Hit the deck, lady, or you'll be cut to ribbons by flying bits of steel. 
Um, he thought saving her life would change her attitude. He saves her life, and what does she give him in reward? A slap. A slap across the face. This guy gets slapped so often. Uh, look at his face in that slap. That's fantastic. It's like, <laughs> looks like she's rearranged his face. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would rather have died than have you paw me, you Americaner pig. Who would we cast as Helga von Hohenschlag Lohenberg? Oh, I think Ingrid could do an excellent job. Ingrid. Ingrid Kalanos. Oh yes, I'm just thinking more of a like an established movie star of the '60s. Of the '60s? Yeah. Oh, uh, Barbara Stanwyck. A okay. younger, a younger Barbara Stanwyck. Well, Barbara, this is exactly when Barbara Stanwyck's doing Big Valley, so she's got okay. the hair. Yeah, white hair. I would. Uh, Joan uh, Crawford. Mm, I don't know. If she could have. Well, she could have done the slapping, certainly. <laughs> Ha! She had plenty of practice with that. Uh, maybe Lauren Bacall. Yes. I would rather have died than well, have you, Paul, me. Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> Did you know I Stop can't it. do she celebrity must... impersonations? She... Did you know that? You cannot. No. Okay. What? Stop it. She, that's how she talked. But not in the 60s. A little bit. Have you ever seen Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Or The Corn is Green? I have seen Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Or any other movie that Catherine Hepburn <laughs> made in the 60s? The Lion the in Winter. Winter. That was the 70s. I, I was think. thinking of The Lion in Winter just this weekend. No, I think it was 60s. <gasps> I want to watch that over Christmas. That's my favorite Christmas movie. I love that. It's not my favorite Christmas movie. It is though. mine. Of course, mine is. Auntie mine is. No. Uh, Christmas Story? No. No. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie, well, that's not a movie. That's a TV special. It's still. Uh, well, there's a difference. I it makes them. me cry every time. That's irregardless. When, when Linus says, lights, please. Uh-huh. That makes me... I just start... Lights, up. please. Bible, Bible, Bible. Uh, <laughs> as you know, I keep my... Shut t- your mouth! There's nothing wrong with that scene! As I was saying... As you know, I keep my TV special DVDs in a separate box from the movie's DVDs. Yes. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with the scene. Thank you. Nonetheless, it is a TV special. Fine. I don't have a favorite Christmas movie. I mean, I do you, enjoy all the I like Christmas Story. I don't know. I mean, I like all those wonderful specials from the 1960s. Oh, sure. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Um... So in comes the German army. These German soldiers... As a matter of fact, yes. every time we mention the words choir practice, my brain automatically substitutes... Elf practice! Elf practice. Hey, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, German soldiers walk in. These German soldiers look like they've had their faces ripped off and then sloppily reapplied. So the artist is not drawing the Germans in a flattering way. No. At least the male Germans... No. no. But Countess Helga von Hohenschlag-Lohenberg. How are you remembering that name over and over again? Did you write it down? Somewhere, but I'm not looking at it right now. All I can think of is Countess von... But look at her face in that third panel. Oh. She looks like Storm. Marvel Storm. She does, yes. Mm-hmm. Never mind me, German soldiers. Shoot to kill. She's a true patriot. Mm-hmm. But you have to give her that. Sergeant Rock gives up his gun. Uh, 
out so that they won't shoot her, but then he charges them. Right. Look out, the sergeant is still playing games! And with a mighty punch, knocks out the German soldiers. Both of Both them, with, of them one with one punch. punch. He, gets, he gets hit, grazed by a bullet in his uh, head. Not to worry. Here comes Easy Company in their underwear with a tank. Taking Attack. on the tank. Yeah, they're taking on the tank in their underwear. I think they've been showering, maybe? Who knows? Hopefully, because they breathing. looked pretty rough in that mm. first scene. One of them sunburned. Oh, that's he's an Indian. Oh, okay. So he has red skin, as yeah. all Indians do. That's not true. That's not but true. in comic books, yeah. you can also see the feathers in his helmet. I see that. I'm glad What's they his had, name, Frank? Uh, Johnny mm-hmm. Shot or something? Wait. Okay. Little Shot. Little Shot. Um, they had time to get their helmets on, but not their shirts. So appealing to all fans, <laughs> not just the boys in the audience. Uh, here we come to Countess von Helga Hohenschlag-Lohenberg bandaging Sergeant Rock's head Her in the high tower of the castle. hands look eerily creepy. She has very sharp nails that are not clearly defined from the surface of her fingers. She looks like she's stretching her talons across his head to rip those bandages from his face. Yeah, it's almost as if she's wearing hand-shaped gloves, which (laughs) I guess all gloves are (laughs) hand-shaped. Flesh-colored. Flesh-colored gloves. With pointy ends. Well, or like just rubber gloves that her fingernails are poking the end. Like those witch gloves or something you wear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Halloween. <laughs> she great realized, picture of her. Great picture of her in the center panel right there. A great picture. And also a great picture of her high tower overlooking the Alps. Mm. I'm assuming it's the Alps because it's in Germany. It's a family crest, I imagine, on that. Yeah. Lowenberg. Lion, yes. See? Mm-hmm. Um, she realizes that Sergeant Rock risked his life to save her. And she rewards him with a big smack on the lips. Yeah, she turns from smacking him across the face to bandaging him and then making advances on him. This dialogue. Suddenly the war seemed a million miles away and the only pounding was inside of us. Turning an iceberg into white White hot flame. flame. Suddenly, in bursts, Franz! Franz! Third major! Thwang! Thwang! Smacking Sergeant Rock across the room with his iron hand. Dun 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 dun! My iron hand shielded me from the blast of the booby trap. I trailed you, commandeering a tank along the way. That's the tank that they uh-huh. were fighting. And uh, to finish our battle, now I have another reason to crush you. You have stolen my sweetheart! Nice. My head was burning from the bullet graze and ringing from the iron slap. He's been slapped why, so much. I guess it's because she ended up kissing Sergeant Rock, but I don't know why they couldn't have just made them married. And she, then he was the Count of Hohenschlag-Lohenberg, and she the Countess. Oh, that would have been a nice little twist, but who cares, right? I guess he didn't think of that. <laughs> but a married woman couldn't have kissed another man, of course, mm-hmm. unless she was an evil woman. Well, no, is she single? I mean, is she is she a widow? I'm assuming she lives in this castle. Woman well, that beautiful and that old, she must be a widow. No, we don't know how old she is. Maybe she's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Prematurely gray, like me. I am, you know. 
Sergeant Rock picks up a rifle. I have another question. Do you yes. know anything about guns? Um, not a lot. No, I had a, I had a rifle growing up. Okay, well, it seems to me that Sergeant Rock is wearing those uh, machine gun rounds. Oh, yeah, those are not the right rounds for him right. to be putting through that gun. No, that rifle is, I mean, uh, I think you can load multiple shots into that rifle, but that's not the kind of thing you would wear on a clip. Right. I mean, you, you would not feed a clip through that rifle at all. So is it just decorative like Chewbacca? Because Chewbacca never uses his ammo either. I I think that someone who was reading this would probably know something about guns and probably be somewhat irritated that he's wearing them. We'll check out the letters page and see if there's any complaints. Anyway. And so Franz shatters the rifle with his iron fist. Yeah, yeah. Can that happen? I would have... Well, I mean, I guess if you had the upper body strength. Yeah. He just see the one thing that I've noticed about about this uh, using his iron hand to assault people and break things is that it requires a great deal of motion, a, a range of motion, right? Which opens him up to attacks. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. I'm glad you think about these things. I do. Um, I have the same issue with the Bionic Woman, which, as you know, I was watching last night. Because unless. Her entire body was reinforced with metal yeah. and bionics. I don't know how she could use just her right arm to lift. Yeah, how does her object. spine? Her well, spine's so, got to be reinforced. It has to be because it, uh, the force of her lifting things. Wouldn't you think that the, the, the rest of her body wouldn't be able to handle that kind of pressure? Well, her right. th- how does a thorax handle the kind of pressure that is exerted when she picked up that? She picked up um, part of the propeller system of an entire ship. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how that happens. By the way, everyone, I have seen the greatest single hour of television in television history. Better than the Bionic Man and Bionic Woman meet um, Bigfoot? Yes. This is uh, an episode of the Bionic Woman in season two. I can't remember the title of the episode, but it's the episode immediately following the three-part Fembots episode. It has Jamie Summers in disguise as a gypsy... Fortune teller, Vincent Price playing twins, <laughs> and the following guest stars, Abe Vigoda, Hermione Badley, and Julie Newmar playing a Southern Belle. Not very well at all. She well, probably, she acts it, yes, but she can't do the accent. No, but I, there's so much else to relish in that episode. I can't recommend it enough. Onward and upward. <laughs> Iron Major is beating Sergeant Rock to death with his iron fist to prove that he's a better soldier. Countess Helga von Hohenschlag-Lohenberg is weeping. She doesn't know who she should cheer for now that she's kissed the red-headed firebrand Sergeant Rock. Just like a dame. Uh, Right? Look at her, weeping. Yeah. She belongs in one of the romance comics we're going to look at next week. Yeah. Sergeant Rock grabs Iron Major... Hurls both of them over the parapet into the moat below. Well, Iron Major has, has has tried to land a blow. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, uh, Sergeant Rock has tried to li- land a blow right, on the right, Iron right. Major, and the Iron Major just grabbed his hand, and and, and then Sergeant Rock pulled right. him back over the balcony into the raging river the below. Region. We're going on a trip, Major, to see what can float. Iron or rock? Well, neither one can float. Actually, probably iron has a better chance than a rock. If we're just going to argue science. Mm. Anyway, 
They both land in the moat. Iron Major's fist hand is weighing him down, so he's drowning in the moat. Easy Company drags Sergeant Rock out of the river, and Helga von Hohenschlag Lohenberg. God, I can't believe how you've been able to remember her that, name. What? I cannot believe how you've been able to remember her name. I have a fine eye for detail when it's not anything involved in employment <laughs> or anything to make money. I can remember all the members of the Justice League in order of joining, and I can remember Contessa Helga von Hohenschlag Lohenberg's name. She reasserts that she is now and forever Sergeant Rock's enemy. Even with her back to me, I can feel the ice in her eyes. But I'll forget all about him when the shooting starts, because nothing's ever easy and easy. Mm. The end. Yeah. I enjoyed this more than I thought I would. I've been putting this war comic off for a long time. Yeah. What, I, what, what, what did you find interesting about it? Well, I just, you know, it had kind of a through line, a narrative through line. Mm-hmm. It had this interesting, strong female character until she got weak and decided to kiss her attacker. Uh, great artwork. Not Easy. a lot of... I mean, I thought war comics would just be shooting and people yelling. Well, there's, there's these enemies, right? Right, that, right, right. They, they have a history together. We That's have kind of a super villainesque character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have um, soldiers with their shirts off, so what's not to like? <laughs> okay, on to the desert and the doomed. Well, yes, they have to put something in the back half of the comic if they don't yeah. continue the Sergeant Rock. Yeah, this is... We can uh, skim through this pretty quickly. Sure. Essentially, it it's all takes place around the Sphinx in Egypt. Yes. Just showing different eras of battles that have happened around that famous monument. <laughs> the Sphinx. The Sphinx. Now, are you familiar with the works of Graham Hancock? Yes, of course I am. Well, Mysteries he, of the... Something. Uh, yes, yes. Something. Anyway. Fingerprints of the gods. Fingerprints of the gods. He argues that the Sphinx, which is conventionally dated to about 2300 BC, is actually much older. Or at least the foundations of it are actually dating back to about uh, between 11 and 9000 BC at the end of the last ice age. Uh, you should just look it up. Fingerprints of the gods and the sequel, Magicians of the Gods arguing that many ancient monuments uh, are much older than previously thought. And in fact, we have since found uh, monumental construction in Turkey at Gobleki Tepe, which is a huge complex made of stone pillars, Uh which uh, appears to have been built in about 9000 BC when was the very beginning of agriculture. So there was no organized society that we know of that could have built something like that. And then was intentionally reburied. Huh. And only found recently. It's very interesting. Where did Google you read it. that? It's all over the internet. Oh, okay. I mean, it is an actual archaeological site. And right. is actually conventionally dated at that 
early, early day. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Google cool, it. Cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but the Sphinx is uh, the witness to many battles beginning in ancient Egypt, uh, moving through time to Roman days. Oh, you are skimming. I am skimming, moving yeah. through days yeah. to uh, barbarians and uh, I don't know who those people are. The Saracens. And the Crusaders. The Crusaders, yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then we get uh, World, World War II. II. Uh, the end. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so basically, it's, it's, it's uh, you know... Here's the last line. The Sphinx smiles, for it knows there will always be a nameless soldier to overcome a tyrant. That's the secret of the Sphinx. Right. Yeah, great. I'm pretty sure not all the people that were overcome were tyrants. I think, actually, some of the... The Crusaders were not good guys, honestly. It depends on what side you're on. Well, I'm on the side of truth and justice. And history. Crusaders were uh, people, marauders who killed <sighs> people. <laughs> ah! Indigenous. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Indigenous peoples. Um this doesn't even really look like the Sphinx from panel to panel. It's it got a different doesn't. face every time. Yeah. You know, they think, some people think that maybe it originally was a statue of a lion and that the lion head just got blown up or something and they had to put a human head on it. Huh. Really? Yeah. You never know what you might learn on this show, folks. Well, that's all I have. Well, I'm, I'm quite. I'm just so, so trying to thumb through to see if there's anything interesting. I there's just, not. I no, I slogged it. through it. Yeah, uh, and, and I thought, ugh. It's uh, it's written by Bill Finger, who uh, usually does a lot more interesting work than this. Has he written any religious tracks? Because it looks like that. No, but he's a longtime writer of Batman. He's responsible for all the you know fun like giant typewriters and things that Batman oh, got okay. trapped in. Yeah. In fact, he's probably responsible for the creation of Batman. Oh. If we're going to be truthful. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, again, a little bit of pa- uh, panel play here. Um, objects that people are holding uh, bleed into other panels, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jack Abel, I believe, was the artist here. Not bad art. Serviceable. I think this is one of those four thirty Friday afternoon stories. Yeah, actually, that 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 uh, that knife bleeding over into the other panel. Yeah, actually, only happens one time. Yeah, I was thinking it happened. One, I, I'm really grasping. I'm trying so so much to try to find something interesting about this, but I find it just a waste of space. Yeah, I wouldn't say a waste because it does fill up the issue. It's colorful to look at. Yeah. There's lots of swooshing and sound effects. That's- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's something they had in the drawer, ready to go in case yeah. they got to the end of the week. It didn't have anything to fill up the issue. Well, what do we think? I enjoyed uh, the issue. I the, did too. I really uh, the army of uh, our army at war, Sergeant Rock. Really our enjoyed that. I thought that the army at war. I thought that the um, uh, let's see, Sergeant Rock and the Iron Major was an interesting story, and Countess Helga von. Hohenschlag-Lohenberg. Hohenschlag-Lohenberg um, was very interesting. 
Um, I'd love to see more of the company. I think they they have great personalities and interesting characters. Yeah. So I'd like to see more of that in the future. Uh, now, I do know from my experiences reading Sergeant Rock when he teamed up with other people. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of regulars, Bulldozer and Ice Cream Soldier. I remember those names. Mm-hmm. I never knew why they were called that. But in my Googling research today, yes, I learned that Sergeant Rock liked to give nicknames to the soldiers because they could perform all their dirty acts of war under their nicknames. And then when they when the war was over and they went back home, Sergeant Rock thought they could just leave that behind with their nicknames and go back to their real lives. And was he right? Well, I don't know, because I oh. haven't read extensively about okay. that. I just know that's why he gave all the nicknames. I give nicknames to students that I teach. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Except for Zach. Ice cream soldier, wild man, little short shot, and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, can you handle it? We have a literary celebrity. Yes. Coming to help us re- review some romance comics. I cannot And she's wait. a girl, too. A girl literary. I'm so excited. Look at this, Dr. Husband. We're literary. <laughs> So, you'll need to stay tuned for that. I'll try to have it out on time next week. We will have it out on time. Yes, Dr. Husband had a very important task to complete this week. And I didn't want to place demands on his time. That was very kind of you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Rarely happens. What do you mean? No, 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 no. I mean, it rarely happens that I have something that, that, that interferes oh, with Oh, I see. I thought you were... No, no, rarely I, happens I had, that I allow yeah, you I had, to do I had things. several projects that... that were very time sensitive. They were all due right. They all had deadlines. But now that's all over, and it's oh, smooth yes. sailing through the holidays. Oh so wait, excited. the holidays are coming. Ah, it's all right. Okay. Well, anything else? No, I so enjoyed this, and I like. I just sort of sat back and let you take the lead on this because, boy, you somebody put a quarter in you today. There's no stopping you. Well, it's cocktail hour. You got to get moving. Gotta <laughs> go, go, go. Gotta go. Make Let's go. Uh, be sure to check us out on social media yeah. at Go Go Check Pod. And if you are receiving your podcast from iTunes, be sure to rate and review us. It really helps us out. Yes. And if you're not receiving your podcast from iTunes, um, good luck to you wherever you may be receiving your podcast. Uh, I tried to tell my mother and stepfather about our podcast. Yeah, how'd that work uh, out? Well, they couldn't figure out how to make it work, how uh-huh. to connect. Uh-huh. And I, first I had to spell out to my mother what exactly a podcast was. Uh-huh. She doesn't listen to podcasts. Right. And I kept saying, well, Bob and I had this podcast. And she said, pod what? I said, podcast. And she goes, what's a podcast? <laughs> I said, Cast P O D C A S T. So then she was she was saying that my stepfather um, he he couldn't he can't get the 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 podcast to connect. <laughs> Just was I thought it was funny and cute. Maybe we could burn them off some cassettes <laughs> and send. I wouldn't even know how to do down. that. <laughs> and they can listen to their hearts content and rewind and rewind, fast forward. Re- oh, that was funny. Rewind that part. <laughs> Please be kind and rewind. That's all for this week. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Bye. Bye. Bye.